And I want to define that enemy. They are liberals. The socialist agenda. They are progressives. A vile liberal agenda. They are Che Guevarians. They are Castroites. Tyranny. The radical left. Trotskyites. Maoists. Stalinists. Leninists. Marxists. Out of touch liberal elite. They're all our enemies. Who'd I leave out? Man, there was a lot of accepted racism when the war started. There's accepted. I'm American, man. I'm American, man. Fuck all these foreigners. And that was cool. It was, I'm American. I'm American, man. Fuck the French. That was cool. I'm American. I'm American. Fuck all these Arabs. And that was cool. Then they went to, I'm American. I'm American. Fuck all these illegal aliens. Then I started listening. Because I know niggas and Jews is next. <laughs> Right any day now. That train's never late. Welcome to the Urban Underachiever Radio Program. My name is Brandon Walker. I'm here with my good friends Brent Dawson and Stephanie Casey. Guys, let me ask you something before you even tell me how you're doing. Is there anyone that conservatives don't hate? Because to me, what? It, they hate everybody. <laughs> they hate. Let me go through a good list of who your average conservative hates. They hate liberals. They hate black people. They hate Mexicans. They hate Jews. They hate Latinos. They hate uh, certainly anybody that is intelligent or has something that relates to science. They don't like scientists. Uh, they, now, apparently, they hate the government. They hate politicians. Uh, they hate French people. They hate Europeans. They basically hate everybody who's not exactly like them. That sounds like a pretty blanket statement. For it a is lot a blanket statement. You're right. <laughs> it is, but I'm really. Oh, I agree. With you. You, you agree? <laughs> they, they. Well, honestly, that's what drove me. One of the things that drove me out of that world was this mentality of it's us, and we're in this little group where we've got it all figured out, and we're all right, and God loves us, and we love God, and everybody else is wrong. The gays, the Jews, the blacks, everybody else is somehow wrong. And we may accept them into our group if they conform very strictly to the guidelines we have set for them as outsiders. In other words, they'll accept somebody as long as they act the way they want you to act. They'll accept. Never. Anyway, what's um? You guys all right tonight? Everybody good? Yes. Yeah. That was look- overpowering there. Just oh. just out of the gate. I mean, quite a rant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really worked up tonight. I'm really, I'm God. having one of those. Uh... Okay, so the, the main thing that you. You, you get laid? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen the, the deal that really has got me uh, fired up, and we're talking about kind of civil rights tonight. We, we decided we're going to talk about some gay rights, some civil uh-huh. rights, all that kind of thing. So the big issue right now is in Arizona, uh, this last week, they passed some legislation that basically gives police officers, local Arizona police officers, the right to detain you and question you if you have the appearance of an illegal alien or an illegal immigrant. So let me ask you, my friends and my audience members, what exactly does an illegal immigrant look like? And is there any other way in Phoenix? (laughs) And well, let me ask you this, Brent. If you were walking down the street in Phoenix, Arizona, I would not be stopped. You would probably not be stopped. And why would that be? Because nobody gives a shit about the Canadians. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So the only criteria that these police officers have literally is the way you look. 
unless I'm missing something here. So basically, they have been given carte blanche to absolutely judge you by the color of your skin and nothing else. Maybe you read something else that I didn't, but I thought it was the criteria was they could ask you a question if you didn't speak fluent English and you didn't have a driver's license, then they could. Well, that sounds the way it's written is if there is probable cause, they can stop you. Probable cause in this case would be not being able to speak fluent English. But how do they know you speak English if you're driving down the street? Of course. You know? I mean, it's just code for you. You're brown. Or if you're walking down the street. So by the time they start asking you questions, they've already stopped you. Now, of course, the right and the Republicans, are, it's a Republican governor. She's all about this. All the Republicans love this idea, right? Because it's about illegal immigration. Of course it is, right? We want to get these, uh, you know, real American citizens. We want, they're okay to work. But these Mexicans that are undocumented, whatever. Well, here's the problem with this whole thing. It's going to be American citizens that are going to be questioned and detained Mm -hmm. for no reason other than the color of their skin. I have something to say about this. Go for it. (laughs) Please do. Um, First of all, I thought the governor was pretty well spoken. I was surprised in that clip that you sent. Um, I thought she, it seemed like she, you know, well, she wasn't reading something that she didn't know anything about. Like, you know, she was speaking intelligently. Anyway... Um, the last several years, I keep seeing things about in Arizona that there's a huge problem with actual big drug cartels and they have big kidnapping units now in the police because it's a really huge problem that's affecting the entire state because it's right there next to Mexico, more so than any other part, Southern California or, you know, West Texas. And I actually think that this might be in defense of that, especially because they keep talking about the federal government and the unfortunate fallout is going to be some illegal immigrants. I don't really think that this... I mean, I'm not totally sure. I don't know that much about it, but I feel like it might even be with like actual Mexican officials and stuff have shops set up in Arizona. Like, I think it's really, really bad right now. And I think that there's a chance that the bill could possibly be aimed at that. Uh, Doing business in the state. Well, I think killing people, kidnapping people. Sure. That's part of it. And that's one of the reasons that they are able to push it through. However, it comes down to you're brown, so I'm going to question you. Right. I'm, right. I'm talking about this particular law. Mm-hmm. I'm all for... You well, know, the, I, the problem with this law is that it infringes again on privacy. Absolutely, it um, does. And, yeah, it may work for the people in Phoenix who are white and don't have any relatives who jump the border or anything like that. Um, but if you're brown, don't speak English, and don't have a driver's license, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, and, and you have to produce papers. You have right. to show your papers. Now, with, with all this talk from the right about, oh, Obama, it's tyranny, it's, it's, uh, uh, he's a, a Nazi, he's Hitler. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Hitler was real big on having his boys uh, have you produce papers. I mean, that, that's a real sort of Nazi concept. Or in the United Hitler States. Hitler wasn't big on privacy either. No, no. Nor were we in the United mm-hmm, States right. during World War II when we locked up. Uh, if you look Japanese, mm-hmm. you got sent to an internment camp. Right. Okay. This is. All of it was crap, by Now, the look, way. I, I'm all for what, what, uh, immigration reform, so to speak. Okay. I think it's, it's a good. You should, if you're going to be in the country for an extended period of time, you need to get citizenship. Yes, I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you guys a question. 
aside from the drugs, and I think you're right about that, but we all know if we just legalized marijuana in the United like States. I think it's like gangsters that run really like, I think they can't even say it publicly because it's such a dangerous situation. I don't know. I mean, I, have you guys ever read anything about it? I just feel like I've read over the last several years, you know, various stories here and there. Well, there was a know? big story recently in, in Phoenix or in Arizona where a, a white rancher was killed ostensibly or supposedly by some illegal immigrants. And no, that's what really started really this whole thing. I mean, like, I think they're really like filtering over and setting up shop, you know, and there's it's a lot of corruption that goes pretty high well, up. The, the problem well, I don't is know. It's, Maybe it's just... No, no, you're, you're right. There is that element to it. So. But why are most illegal immigrants in the United States. Why are they why are they here? Just as, as a rhetorical question, why would you why if you were in Mexico, mm-hmm. why would you want to come to the United States? To make more money. Yes. To make more money. Absolutely. So, who pays them that money? We do. We do. Well, the the, the business owners, right, that are hiring mm-hmm. illegal immigrants. So, why are they targeting potential American citizens who are doing nothing wrong aside from being Latino? When they're not, why aren't they going after the businesses? And yes, it is illegal in Arizona or in the United States, for that matter, to hire illegal immigrants mm. knowingly. But to everybody do that. does it, right? Of course they do. But why aren't they cracking down on those people? Why are they, they harassing your average citizen in in, in uh, Arizona who may or may not be illegal or not? They don't know that, and you can't tell. There's no such thing as a prior co- or a prior cause by looking at somebody and having suspicion. The only criteria you have, like I said, if Brent was walking down the street, they would have no reason to suspect him. This gives them carte blanche to do what they've always wanted to do, and that's round up Mexicans and send them out of Arizona, which is ironically going to destroy the economy of Arizona Mm -hmm. and any state that tries to pull this this stuff. Texas, I'm sure I'm sure Texas is just itching to pull something like this. Texas would never be able to do it because nobody would get elected. What do you mean? I mean, a Republican governor got elected in Arizona. By well, that's a different issue. I wonder if she'll get reelected. Um, Bush got elected because he was popular with the Mexican American crowd in Texas, right? Because he did nothing for immigration. Like he he enacted no enforcement right. of anything. Like he basically allowed the exact opposite. So he he appears to be the friend, or the, the Latinos thought that the that Bush was their friend, right? Well, this should be a really clear sign to anybody of color, Latino or whomever, that Republicans and conservatives are not on your side. This That's why I started this off with this Chris Rock bit, because it's exactly right. And I really, and you guys, you act like I'm being crazy about this, but I really feel like the average conservative really hates anybody who's not exactly like them. They're not giving me any other reason to think otherwise. They're not showing me anything that resembles uh, understanding or compassion or diversity or inclusion or anything. Our country was founded that way. I mean, we booted out the fucking Indians and then we kept just taking what we wanted. So it's not that the the mindset's not any different. Um, There's too many Mexicans uh, uh, pilfering off of the of the government teat right now. So yeah, let's get rid of them so I don't have to pay as much in taxes. Um, I don't have to lose business because I can't compete with Joe next door who's hiring all the illegal aliens. Right, that's what it all comes down to. But why does it always have to be brown people? Why does it always have to be that way? Think of the history of our of our country. It was it is starting with the Native Americans. It was Anglo people coming over from Europe and committing genocide against mm-hmm. people of color. Mm-hmm. Then it was the slaves mm-hmm. denying them rights as humans, and then slowly they gave them their rights. 
the the fact that women ever got the right to vote was amazing to me because I think conservatives hate women too. I think, and then it was the blacks. Now it's, and then it became the the Latinos and Mexicans or Puerto Ricans or anybody that that has brown skin. Now it's again, now it's them. They're the problem, and it's the gays. Of course, because they're trying to corrupt our country. They're trying to make all of our kids into little homosexuals that run around and have sex with each other when they're eight years Lube old. Lube each other up with the oils. Yeah, and because that's what they're all doing. Candles and, and, I, and I apologize if I'm um, angry about this, but I'm just, I, I don't understand how we decadence. can... I just don't think that you could say conservatives. That's just such a broad Well, I don't think they care enough to hate anybody. I, I mean, think they just care about their own shit and um, are indifferent to anybody who thinks differently. Well, I I wish it was, to me, I wish it was that simple. I wish it was just about apathy. But to me, this seems like active, aggressive hatred towards other people that are not like you. This idea that we're going to protect our own. We're going to protect the interest of white Americans, male Americans, if you think about it, when it comes to, there's, there's a good reason why in the United States women still get paid considerably less than men. Why, why is that? Can anybody explain that to me? Why, if we're, if we're equal... And if conservatives run businesses, which they do, they run major corporations, mm-hmm. it, it, it makes sense that they're, they're actively, they, in an instant, they could change things if they wanted to. They could allow, they could just say, look, any woman that works this job should be, be they're paid. not going to be making as much money and they're going to have to give up some of the luxuries that they live and, you know, work with. But isn't the, isn't almost the, de- it, to me, the definition of hatred is my success at other people's expense. Like I'm going to take, I want something for myself, so I'm going to take it from you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when the, the people who run corporations say I'm going to keep this money for myself, and I'm going to deny it to you as a woman, mm-hmm. to me that's hatred for that. That's that's contempt no, that's for capitalism. that person. Uh, there's uh, there's an argument to be made there. What do you mean? I mean that's the way capitalism works. I want mine. I don't want you to get it. So I'm going to do whatever I can to get mine, and not only get mine, but corner of much, as much of the my market as I can so that you don't get any of it. Did you know that to, to hire an illegal immigrant in Arizona, you save, some, by some estimates, up to 70% by hiring them? Mm-hmm. Because the, the, mm-hmm. there's 20% that comes from the fact that you don't pay taxes on them, you don't pay Social Security on them. Then you get the fact that you don't have to pay. You don't even have to pay them minimum wage if you don't want to. Actually, you don't have to pay them at all if you don't want to, because they're not going to report it. Because if they're right. they're illegal, uh, you don't have to pay overtime. So by those estimates, you're having to pay somebody thirty percent of what you would normally pay them. So of course, it's not in the best interests of these businesses. So I don't understand the mentality. In other words, this seems like a self defeating concept. To kick out to kick out illegal immigrants. Why would you want to do that aside from the fact that you don't like them? Because not everybody employs illegal aliens. So if my competitor is employing illegal aliens and I'm not, and I'm going out of business because I can't afford to keep on the staff that I have to give them insurance for, while my guy across the street can pay them. 10 cents on the dollar, not insure them, and gets to thrive because of that, that's where the the, the animosity comes mm-hmm. from because capitalism has set up a system where I have a reason to hate that guy now because he's taking my money. Well, and we have certain, I mean, in the, you know, your Targets and Walmarts and all of that, we expect a certain price point for things and they have to be produced somehow and it's not with, 
you know, union labor with getting health insurance. Right. It's, mm-hmm. you know, illegal immigrants and sending them to China and all that. I, I was talking to some guys today who claim to be progressive, but really are absolute, I think, exactly the opposite of that. They're very conservative. And they were saying, and they used the term most, they said most of these Mexicans are sitting around doing nothing. They're all just hanging out. They're just they're just sucking on the taxes. They're getting the health benefits. And I looked at them what health like benefits? I thought maybe they were joking. But they were dead serious. And I really think that a lot of people really think that people from Mexico risk their lives mm-hmm. to come across the border and hang out just to hang out in Arizona. Right. To to oh, in case they get hurt, then they could go to the hospital because <laughs> people love to hang out yeah. at the hospital, right? Uh, they get their their whatever minuscule welfare check or whatever it is. No, they're not here to sit around. Everybody knows what they do is they work here and then sit and do the shit work. They get paid whatever they get paid and they send a lot of it back home to Mexico. So it contributes to the Mexican economy. Right. But they're not just sitting around. Granted, they're not paying income tax, but you know what they are paying is sales tax. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not only that, they're buying products to live on. They're buying housing, they're buying food, they're buying resources, electricity. They're living here. Now, granted, they're, but they wouldn't be paying taxes anyway because they don't make enough money to pay taxes. Even if they were American, yeah. American citizens, 45% of people didn't even pay taxes this year because they didn't make enough to do it. Right. These guys that are getting paid minimum wage wouldn't be paying taxes anyway. So what's So again, I keep coming back to it. What is the reason to want to kick them out? Aside from the fact that they're not like us, that they're Mexicans, that they're dirty, that they're evil, that they're all on drugs, that they're all violent, <laughs> that they're all gangsters. Who all this, all the this? same. People say this. These, what do you call them? The Minutemen, these jackasses that go down and, <laughs> and patrol the border with their. Mm-hmm. You know what? I haven't cussed so yet on this show. Tonight. Yeah, you said shit like five seconds ago. I did? Yeah, so did I. Uh, I didn't we think both so. Said shit-faced well, I, like, or like that. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> People like the Minutemen, they're great. They, they want to build a fucking wall to, to separate the <laughs> brown people from the, the white top. people. What do you call yeah. that? Like but I think it would be awesome because who the hell's going to build the fence? Not a bunch of white oh, people. They will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, let's get real. Um, if you want the fence, hire the Mexicans to build the damn fence. There may be some holes in it, but that's all right. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, I've recommended this to, to you guys before, and I'm going to recommend this book to our audience. It's uh, by a guy named Eric Schlosser, S-C-H-L-O-S-S-E-R. It's a book called Reefer Madness, and it's not what you think. It's not just about pot. Uh, It's actually broken into three sections. One section is on the marijuana uh, trade in the United States, uh, which is the number one cash crop, as we all know, and it's a huge part of the economy. Uh, One is on pornography and how much of the American market pornography makes up, which is an amazing percentage multi-billion dollar industry oh, yeah. and then uh i think i keep it alive strawberries then uh, there's a section on illegal immigration Did you but say it, strawberries yeah I was, i'm gonna say it's it's called the strawberry fields and it's about <laughs> the strawberry and specially fruit industry nice. did you know that strawberries <laughs> <laughs> well the, the thing about strawberries and other like specialty fruits that are grown in the united states artichokes and things is they okay. can't be harvested by machine because they're too oh, delicate right. raspberries mm-hmm. uh same thing so they have to be picked by hand. You and I both know you're not going to be picking those. Strawberries are going to be screwed when uh, yeah. they get rid of the Mexicans. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And that's why this the Arizona, because what's going to happen is not only are the illegal immigrants going to leave Arizona, but any if I'm Mexican and I live in Arizona and I'm walking down the street and I know that I'm going to be harassed by these freaking cops mm-hmm. because they, they, they want to question me, they want to see my papers. 
I'm an American citizen. You don't need to see my freaking papers. Right. They don't ask you to see your papers. Some of them are going to really act out and get taken to jail too. Well, like that are, that I think are it's like not going to come to that. I think they're just going to leave. They're going to go to Texas <laughs> or they're going to go to California. Uh, like it's too freaking easy to get across the border in Arizona. Yeah, well, um, yeah, they'll go home. They'll go home. Um, it's I don't like illegal immigration has always been here and it's always going to be. That's one of the prices of having a. a free country or free speech is that this is the risk you run is that um you can't backtrack a couple hundred years later and say okay we have free speech but if you're brown i'm gonna have a few questions for you yeah exactly Um, if you're going to have free speech, you need to have free speech and you can't impose a ridiculous law. Everybody else has a little bit of a restriction on it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you under, do you you guys know what's in the the citizenship test for the United States? I dare say, I dare say none of us in this room could pass that. test. You have to recite passages and stuff from. Yeah. You have to like know the constitution. You have to know the founding father. You have to know history that, Oh, I'd the say, history they got kicked out of the history books? <laughs> that yeah, history? About Thomas Jefferson and yeah. stuff that's not in the books anymore. But no, I, the reason I know this is because in, in my former life, I had a, uh, an assistant, a personal assistant, and she was from a foreign country. And so she, but she was brilliant, smarter than me, uh, easily smarter than me, and more talented. It was amazing that she was even working for me. Uh, she had to take <laughs> the citizenship. She had to take a citizenship test to, to be in the United States to stay as a, yeah. as a citizen. And it took her months of studying to mm. pass this thing. She had to take it like three times to be able to pass it. So any of these jackasses that are like, oh, why don't these Mexicans <laughs> just become citizens? You know what? There's, number one, there's a long waiting list. Number two, you have to study. And if you don't speak English, you're going to have to learn how to speak English, which takes a little while. So it's not so simple as just going down to the DMV and signing up and becoming an American citizen. Mm-hmm. It's just not that simple. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. I'm going to take a breath here. Yeah. Uh, let me, let, let's, let's shift the talk from... In with the good, out with the bad. On, on the other hand, I, I'm really glad you guys are here. It's good to see you. <laughs> I really like you. I'm, I'm really happy that you're here. Um... <laughs> So this is not a, you know, <laughs> what we're, Stephanie, we're not tonight? talking, we're not talking about teabaggers tonight. Oh, you just did great. No, but we're not going to say anything about them. Okay, I good, promise good. we're I not going to say the word. I got a great email to some. Do what? I have a fabulous email that I wrote to some. Oh, what? but I did like the rally thing that you sent me with the guy who went around and asked questions. Oh yeah. The new left media. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that guy's really good. Yeah, he is. <laughs> we could, we could go back to that, but yeah, let's, let's talk about, let's shift gears to talk about the, uh, the militia. microphone militia. Brent's, uh. Yeah. So you wrote a letter to... I wrote an email to Repent Amarillo. Um, They are notorious in Amarillo for targeting what they call godless businesses. Um, They've targeted gay bars. They've targeted swinger clubs. They've targeted strip clubs. They've even targeted people who celebrated Earth Day, calling it idolatry and witchcraft. Um (laughs) Not only that, they go a step further. If they find out that you're a swinger or gay, they will call, or at least some blog reports, I don't know how accurate this is, um, they will call um, your employer and out you if <laughs> if you're in the closet. Um, so it's just real uh, beautiful, beautiful thing that's going on there. But what they do is they'll, they'll camp out in parking lots, and as you go into these establishments, they will get their megaphones and harass you 
uh, asking you to repent. And like an abortion clinic? Exactly. Same thing. Um, just, we're going to pray for you. There's, there's two groups. There's one that does that. There's another group they call the, the intercessor prayer group, who's either a few feet behind that or they're at home. <laughs> <laughs> praying. Oh, they're praying at home while the other dudes are yeah, out with the megaphone. Exactly. Gotcha. gotcha. So, but they have this cool little website. So they're real accepting. All, they're yeah. real open to new experiences and yeah, people. Yeah, they have this cool little website that's all decked out. So The night vision goggles. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous and retarded. Oh, because most of those type of deviant behaviors yeah. happen at night, so they have they, to have the goggles to yeah. watch. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's... Investigate. It's solely to promote this idea that they are... God soldiers and that Always on the there's a spiritual warfare. They make it very clear that it's spiritual and it's not um, actual warfare. <laughs> not going to Do they have a disclaimer <laughs> on there that says? Uh, well, they say this is uh, spiritual. What we've that scripture we wage not yeah. against rulers and principalities. principalities yeah, and, we know that. Um, so they make it very clear this is a spiritual warfare and that. But what they have, they have this warfare map where they have these little um, highlighted uh, tacks of the bad that, places of the of the, of the businesses, and they're How breaking many into bad cate- places. Yeah. Can there be in Amarillo? They're like, broken really? into categories like uh, sexual uh, deviants, yeah, sexual deviants, idolatry, and other churches too, witchcraft. right? And some of them are other churches, like gay churches. Uh, or, there's gay churches in Amarillo. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. There, there's so many churches in Amarillo, or even Methodist churches who condone any with liberal bent, right? Or, uh, or Presbyterian churches uh, who they say are not following the Bible um, by their interpretation. By their interpretation, course, yeah. it's always about their. Um, interpretation. Why don't they just do their thing and not mind other people? Because to them, it's their duty. Unless that to, somehow. Interferes with them doing what they want to Here's, do. Here's I'm going I'm to throw in this quote. I'm reading this book called "The End of Faith" by Sam Harris. It's, it's well, amazing. Before, okay. Anyway, I wrote a I wrote an email to them. It's very funny. You can find it on our Facebook page. Um, oh, it's, you posted it on there. Yeah. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Um, so read it, comment. Um, it's the initial strike of of the militia. There's also a, a link there you can join. Uh, <laughs> my little group. It's called People Who Annoy Other Annoying People. So excellent. Uh, hook up with that and, so, so, and so, enjoy. So sign up and join the, the yeah. militia. Your, your information will not be shared with them as far as like, your no, address. I'm, I'm the one doing all the right. I've changed my name to protect my innocence, but um, it is a good letter. I've, uh, it was actually. I'm I'm uh, surprised that they haven't written you back something. Well, and I've written them every day, and I may kick that up to three or four times a day until they respond to oh, me. So. This just sounds like it. <laughs> like they're going to be look they're going to be playing back this podcast. They have night vision goggles, remember? Yeah, when they're doing the investigation <laughs> on why Brent Dawson has disappeared, they're going to be playing back this podcast and go, "Oh, he was harassing the militia." <laughs> so, okay, so this book, uh, The End of Faith by Sam Harris. I'm not going to go into what the, the book's about, but there's a great quote. It says it is time we realize that crimes without victims are like debts without creditors. They do not even exist. Any person who lies awake at night worrying about the private pleasures of other consenting adults has more than just too much time on his hands. He has some unjustifiable beliefs about the nature of right and wrong. I think these people that you're talking about have a serious misconception about the nature of right and wrong. And that's a, and that 
again, but I grew up with people just like this who honestly believe that they're called by God to go to these places, pray over them, witness to they call it witnessing to people who are walking in and out, um, trying to win them for Jesus. Um, but they do it in a totally insulting and a totally uh, aggressive and a totally off-putting way. They cloud their own message. But I mean, they really believe that what they're doing is ordained by God and the only right way to do this. How, why are these types of people so obsessed with other people's personal lives? That's my question. I can understand, like, if it's, you encounter it, but yeah. seeking it out is another thing. That's a deeper psychological issue. Um, one, why do any religions exist? Um, let's, mm-hmm. ask, let's answer that question. Well, I think you could make the argument that religions exist for us to communicate with God. And, right, and that right. I could buy into. I'm totally on board with that. But where the line gets blurred is when we start speaking on behalf of God and then start judging on behalf of God, well, which is what these people here's do. Here's where the psychological issue comes, is that we need a God to give us instruction, to tell us where to go, to show us how to be. Now, that becomes a psychological issue because we don't ever own our own lives. We are just taking marching orders from something above us that there's always something and if there's always something out there that's bigger than us then we don't ever have to be responsible for our own lives and making choices for ourselves we can just write it off as that's what the almighty wanted and it's a lot easier to live your life that way well this is this we're specifically talking about religious conservative people religious people but see i think the stuff that we started this episode with the racism, the sexism, the homophobia can all be traced back to religion. Yeah. Especially because the Bible endorses it in a lot of cases. Have you read the Bible in, in terms of how it says to treat women, that women are essentially property? How it says to, if you're gay, you should be killed, is what the Old Testament says about it. <laughs> you know, it talks about the foreigner and how you should treat them and that kind of thing. But people have used the Bible to justify racism, slavery, sexism, but- homophobia, murder, mass uh, uh, detaining of people. This is, it's all tied into religion. That's why I don't think religion well, can be separated from the conservative The only out-and-out out, uh, condemnation of gay people in the Bible is in Leviticus. Um, uh, and vaguely in the New Testament, a couple, places, and it's yeah. not even that clear in the yeah. New Testament that there's lots of debate around that issue. So you can't really even say that it exists at that level with that kind of clarity. In the, and I know what you're talking about, Romans, the first chapter, um, but it's not that clear as to what exactly he's talking about. And it is whatever, very clear. It was in, written so long ago. Every single, I mean, everything was different. It's you, of course it was. I mean, we've socially advanced and evolved. I was, we much. have. There's a church on every corner. Yeah, I, much more so no, than the church hasn't evolved. Burned at stakes and <laughs> exactly. Such. This book that I just quoted from, he made a great point. He said, "You know, if you took somebody from the 14th century and dropped them in the middle of a Catholic church in Middle America, he said they'd be pretty comfortable with things. They'd be like, oh, this is familiar to me.' You know, 14th century religion <laughs> is the same as what we're dealing with here. If you took a scientist, however," from the 14th century and dropped him in America, he would be baffled by the progress that we made, Mm -hmm. that religion has not made any progress. Mm -hmm. And the problem with 
this this union of church and state that people on the right want, this theocracy, is it allows for racism. It allows for sexism. Well, I don't know that I buy that because there are gay preachers now and there are transgender preachers now and there are, uh, as we've evolved as a society, so has a lot of the, not every church, but there is several that exist several uh, out of there's like 20,000 churches in Dallas and like 3 of them are gay churches i mean like yeah there's some 20, progress 000? well i don't know it's just a number but there's several thousand <laughs> i know and there's only a couple of gay churches so yeah. that's not it's true. certainly progress a but gay church that exists just for being for gay members maybe there's a right. handful but there are other churches in the metroplex that allow gay members yeah. who may have a mix, a hodgepodge of everybody. Yeah. I, I guess maybe I'm just, I'm, I'm aiming more at there middle is America, a, like religion, God and country there types, is a you know, the dogmatic, you know, uh, right wing fundamentalist fundamental that hasn't evolved a whole lot. Yeah. That's uh, more what I'm talking about. And, th- and that's what I'm saying is they're deeply entrenched with the conservative side of politics conservatism and fundamentalism go perfectly hand in hand. Like there's, there's, it's very difficult to separate mm-hmm. the two, I think. So, well, and I think that's where evangelical churches have uh, kind of distanced themselves from, from people is that they haven't tried to explore, um, the way the society has evolved in their own stillness. There's some, uh, hip, Evangelical churches that I see um, sometimes in the news. Yeah. That the kids emergent that church, do like what they teen, call them. I don't know, but they're, the they do the same kind of preachery preacher stuff, but then they have like rock music. Yeah, and, it's all or, a ruse. It's all the same. <laughs> it's just repackaged. And they, they're like cool, you know, they skateboard on a stage or whatever. Well, <laughs> and when you dig deeper, you find it's all the same. A lot of that is just the Calvinist tendencies underneath are still the same mm-hmm. and it's just packaged in a hip kind of cool well you know switchfoot came out of that yeah yeah a uh, lot of a lot of churches anyway we got to wrap up let's um next week we may have a special guest hopefully uh next week's our 20th episode so it's cause for celebration so we may have a very special guest next week uh write us this week if you're out there say hi to us at urban underachiever at yahoo.com uh Definitely join Brent's microphone militia and comment on his letter that he sent to. What's the name of the group in Amarillo? Because we definitely want to give them a Repent plug. Repent Am- Amarillo. Give them a buzz. Repent want. Amarillo. Give them a buzz. Check out their website. It's, I'm sure, fascinating reading. And uh, other than that, we will see you all next week. And uh, have a good one.